I'm alive and so are you. Hello, hello. It is the final show before Christmas for Village Vice. He's Zach Blackerby. I'm Brad Law. <laughs> what? I wasn't what? ready for that. Huh? I wasn't ready for it, but no, I'm I ready can't. to go. Now, you've set the tone early, ready to run through a wall. Listen, those in the comment. Now, this is a little more, this is a little more, you know, niche or niche or however you say it. Um, what movie is that from in the comments? All right. That's a very small part. Of, it's not even a major part of the movie. So if you know it, I'm ultra, ultra impressed. It's you know, I don't. So there I'm, we go. No, I'm not. I ain't even asking you at this Thanks, point. Thanks, Brad. Just Thank you for it. not believing in me. <laughs> no. Do you know? Before what I, I do, you, what, what I do know is signing day was incredible. And yeah. the vibes are high. The Village Vice vibes right now are immaculate, Bradlaw. Through the dadgum roof. And... Um, and rightfully so, when any time in life, like just think about your own life, when okay. you lay out a plan, and it's mm -hmm. a little bit of a long-term type of plan, like not just what I'm going to do today, but within the next three months, I want to X, Y, Z. Within the next nine months, I want to X, Y, Z. Um, and then it happens. Well, this coaching staff laid out a plan, and they said in this first full recruiting cycle, we want to land a top 10 class. And they did. Um, and it's not just about the rankings. It's what the rankings represent, and that is getting better at multiple positions of importance and need, both short-term and long-term. Um, and there have been a lot of people talk about the class. I mean, we'll we'll break it down a little bit here, but there's so much. It's another example, Zach, of why there's good, logical reason uh, to be awfully optimistic about this program and where it's headed the next few years. I, I think so. And Look, the the seventh overall class, both according to on three and two four seven, it's huge. Mm -hmm. It's huge. But we've seen we talked about this last week. Auburn in twenty was it twenty 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 twenty? They finished seventh in the country, but they were fifth in the SEC. Auburn is right now seventh in the country, and they're fourth in the SEC, which is better because look, everybody's talking about catching Alabama and Georgia, but first. Auburn has to catch LSU, and Auburn has to catch, I hate to say it, but right now they've got to catch Ole Miss. I mean, they, they've got to catch several teams that have been recruiting better than them over the last few seasons, and they've got to get their roster more talented than everybody else in the SEC before they can get to Alabama and Georgia. And what they did this past cycle, that's pretty much done. There's still some guys out there, and we'll talk about some things that could potentially happen in February at some point, but they did it. They did it. They got better than several other teams in the SEC, and that is huge, Brad. And that's that's the goal here. It's the next step. It's recognizing where you are in this trip, in this journey, right? It's it's going. Uh, if you're if you're driving from Miami to Seattle, it's a really long drive, and along the way, there are certain checkpoints where you go, "Yep, still headed in the right direction, still making good time, still on pace," and this is it. It doesn't mean that Auburn is making the playoff in 2024 simply because of this class. Doesn't mean it's not. It just means it's not a guarantee of long term. What it is is the next step. It's the next peg in the board where you said, this is our plan. We, we've reached the goal. We're on the right track still. Yeah, and if, if you stack a few of these together, if you do this for two more years, mm -hmm. you can make the 12-team playoff in 2026 and 2027 and have a yeah. legitimate shot at it when all these kids are redshirt sophomores or true juniors and a lot of these guys gearing up to kind of put their last bit of tape together before they go 
and look ahead to the NFL draft because Auburn got several NFL players on Wednesday. Uh, I'm convinced of that. So, yeah, yeah, you, you got to have the dudes. You got to have the dudes. And I, I think Hugh Freeze and the staff showed what they can do from a coaching standpoint. I know some Auburn people roll their eyes at that, and you can do whatever you want. But the fact of the matter is, Ole Miss had a better roster than you, and you lost by a touchdown. You made it close at the end, and you were in it against Georgia and Alabama. And <laughs> with the roster that they were dealt and accepted to start this tenure here, I don't know, it's probably going to be the worst roster that Auburn has uh, under Hugh Freeze. And yeah. so I just think when you look at what he was able to achieve, when you look at it through that lens, Brad, it should get you even more excited about what Auburn pulled off on Wednesday. Yeah, there's the recruiting piece and there's the coaching piece. And I think the job that Coach Thornton did on the offensive line, developing certain players individually and then sort of the load management that they put into play the second half of the season, that worked. That's proof of concept. That's proof of guys getting better. Um, and, and now you've got more guys. You, you got more tools in the toolbox to do that. Defensively, you showed some individual development and improvement. You saw some guys when healthy toward the end of the year make contributions greater than they made at the beginning of the year. That's development throughout the course of a season. And again, now you add more guys to that mix. You just it, it, these first couple of years. You're trying to build depth, quality depth, not just guys sure. who wear jerseys. Quality depth, it helps you multiple, like in multiple facets. Not only does it improve your your competition during practice, which makes the overall quality of what's on the field better, um, but you're able to substitute more guys in, more versatility with individual players, especially defensively. It's just like good on good. You're stacking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I want all the good that we possibly yeah. Again, and Wednesday was certainly, certainly good. What was your favorite moment on Wednesday? And I didn't tell you I was going to ask you that, so I'll tell you mine. Mine was Perry Thompson. Mine yeah. was Perry Thompson confirming what we all hoped would happen, but it does sound like there was a strong push from Alabama late, and it yeah. sounds like Perry, there was some concern there. But Perry Thompson, a little bit of a troll job when you when he grabbed the Bama hat and threw it across the room and revealed his Auburn jersey, but – uh, to me, I think that was kind of symbolic a little bit of how many times has Alabama been able to come in and take Auburn's best player, and that that didn't happen this year. So that, that to me, I think was the kind of defining moment of Wednesday. Yeah, like I, I really want to be mature and composed and and not go low road, but um, – I'm I'm gonna this time. It was. Do you hear the shrieks in the room when he put the out when he almost put the Alabama hat on? Oh, there were just people who were waiting to be joyful about that. Nope, nope. He's he's Auburn's. That's right. That was great. That was personally really satisfying. I think mine might have been. He, later. And he knew what he was doing. Oh, by yeah. the way, yeah. Not only not only did he know what he was doing earlier this week. He knew for weeks what he was doing. Yeah. Like this was not a, this wasn't a spur of the moment. Let me try to catch people. He he knew, he knew what was going on and yeah. it does. I think you're, you're dead on and that should probably be given a little more time. Um, it is symbolic that things are changing. I understand Alabama finished with a very high ranking as well. And they had an outstanding class as they always have over the last nearly two decades now. Um, but there's more to it than just a guy with a troll job. I think that is symbolic. I think mine might have been Favor Edwin 
Mine might have been the, um, the, the later in the day commitment of another offensive lineman. Three linemen in this class. Yeah. The staff knows where you have to stack your depth the most, where you need the most bodies, the most quality. And, uh, and they were able to do that on the offensive line. Three offensive linemen, four wide receivers in a class of, I guess, 24 at the end of the day itself, where only 10 were on offense. And, and seven were either receiver or offensive line. Really like to see that from this class. But I think the addition of a, you know, he wasn't a morning guy, wasn't a noontime guy, but that third lineman in favor of Edwin signing was uh, was one of the highlights as well for me. Yeah, where were you when favor Edwin signed? Because I was in bed. I was in bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people were. That was uh, that, That's a nice addition to the board for, for mm -hmm. sure. No um, question about it. No question about it. Yeah. Let me say this too. I had an opportunity on Tuesday uh, to interview some guys for some content that that we put out on Wednesday. And man, these new guys are awfully impressive. That defensive line class that Auburn has brought in, the linebacking class that Auburn has brought in. What let me ask you that. What position group are you most excited? To, to see these new guys coming in. Is it receiver? Is it linebacker? Yes. Is it D-line? It's receiver. It's okay. a historically good receiver oh. class, but you can make a case for linebacker. Yeah. And you can make a case for defensive line, too. And, man, you can make a case for defensive back. It's just Auburn had all the defensive backs for so long. I think we yeah. kind of grown accustomed to it. But, yeah, those are three really, really strong rooms that just got uh, just got a little bit better. A couple of guys that I talked to, and I don't want to single out to say that the others weren't impressive. I just, these guys, one offense and one defense, something about them stood out a little more. DeAndre uh, Carter, the offensive lineman. Keep this in mind now. He has started on the offensive line at one of the elite programs in all of America since his ninth grade year. Insane. When you talk about guys being able to come in and contribute, as offensive line, it's hard to do that as true freshmen. We saw Connor Lou do it this year, and we highlighted how special that is. But he's been competing at the highest level since his ninth grade year, the highest level relative to the rest of the competition. He's mm -hmm. done it. Um, I don't think for a second that he can't come in here and push right away. Not for a second do I hesitate on that. And the other is Joe Phillips, because his attitude is the most businesslike attitude that I've witnessed in a one-on-one -on -one interview. It's about dang time that Auburn has a guy who acts like he's 30 when he steps on campus. How many times do you watch interviews with some other players around the country and you go, man, that guy seems awfully like mature and focused yeah. and business-like. And um, all, Joe fits think, that description. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how he's always been. When, when Auburn first started recruiting him, I, yeah. I think he had a job that he would go to after football practice just to, you know, to to have some extra cash. And like, it's like I think that's just who he is. I think it's mm -hmm. just who he. I think he likes working. And now football is his job. Yeah. Football will be his job for a long time if he does what he's supposed to do, which I think he will. So props to him and props to to this class. And he's a guy that. I think so many people forget I mean, that was essentially a flip from Georgia. Georgia really yeah. thought they had him. And then in the last second, Auburn sealed the deal and, and was able to get him. And he was solid. He was solid the, the rest of the way. I know the newer guys like create more of the splash and the buzz, like the Jamonta Waller, nothing against Jamonta Waller. They're both exceptional guys. They're both going to be really good at rushing the passer. But I think a lot of people forgot about Joseph Phillips and he will make them remember very early. 
in his Auburn career. Brad, time for a little buy-sell. Yes. And buy-sell, of course, is brought to you by our best buddy, Ross Kilpatrick, serving the Auburn area with locations in Auburn, Lake Martin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. From Auburn to Lake Martin to the Emerald Coast of Florida, contact Ross Kilpatrick with Exit Realty Anchor South for all of your real estate needs. 334-402-0028. Brad, are you buying or selling five freshmen start in 2024? Five guys from this class start in 2024. Day one, game one, Alabama A&M, or like at some point in the season? Hmm. Let's go. Let's go day one. I'll sell that. I'll okay. sell day one. I will buy at some point in the season. I think the wide receivers obviously have a, you know, I, I think those guys have the best opportunity. It's probably two right yeah. there. I, I don't know how you don't start Perry and Cam. Yeah, I agree. Um, mm, I don't know. There's, there is good young depth in the secondary. Um, you know, Laquan Robinson, I, I think you might see. I think he, he'll point. probably start. Sure. Yeah. He's got a chance at it. Who, who are the other guys you think are the leading candidates to start? Day I think a defensive lineman may have a chance, just depending on what they do in the transfer portal. And if Rodgers yeah. goes, I think there's a chance that somebody steps up and takes a job at that three technique. We'll see there. And then DeAndre Carter is one. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned him. I think he's got a shot. Yeah, yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me to see him start at, at some point in the season for sure. Yeah, day one is a different conversation, though. You're right. right. And and I think it becomes so easy to say, well, later in the season, because a lot of these guys are going to be in the two deep. A mm -hmm. lot of these guys are. I mean, we talk about instant impact on those rosters. So yeah. I'm selling it as well, but I did think it would be a, a decent conversation point. It's a good number, yeah. Buying or selling. Auburn finishes better than seventh in recruiting in 2025 buy it they're fifth right now yeah in 2025 buy it right now buy it and and sit on that investment and then cash it in this time next year uh the staff has said from the beginning they wanted a top 10 and and then Hugh Freeze said it again Wednesday uh wanted a top 10 class this year the goal is for a top five class next year I think all of the momentum trending upward not that individual wins and losses I don't know that it affects it a whole lot, like in a vacuum, sure. in, a, in a silo. Um, but I think the continued improvement, I think a better record in 2024, more established relationships, buy it. Top five next year. I'm buying it too. I'm buying it too. Buying or selling a freshman wide receiver leads Auburn in receiving in 2024. That's good. That's a that's one of the best buy sell questions we've ever had. I'm I'm not even hesitating on this one. I will buy it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I'm so. buying it too. I, I, I am sprinting to my phone <laughs> and calling Ross Kilpatrick at 334-402-0028 and saying, I want to buy this. Help me. I mean, look, you do have Rivaldo Fairweather. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this: the guys who stay are the ones who are not afraid of competition, who are not afraid to be pushed, who are not afraid to work for their spots. I don't think any of these guys are just going to lay down and let these newcomers come in and run all over them. So I think that room gets so much better with these guys' additions. But at the end of the day, I think they'll get the targets, and I think they'll be productive with them. So um, despite Fairweather coming back, which, which, by the way, makes him so much more dangerous now in this offense, yeah, I, I, I'll buy it. I'm buying it too. 
Buying or selling a newcomer from this class starts on the offensive line sometime in 2024. We already talked about DeAndre Carter being a part of this. Seth Wilfred, the Juco yeah. offensive tackle. I think he needs to be in this conversation too at some point in 2024 regarding depth. There's a chance. Yeah, I, I do. And, you know, the offensive line, you're susceptible to injuries, to, to wear and tear. I think maybe more so because of that. I, I think Auburn will feel good about its established guys I agree. Yeah. going into the season. But, I mean, you just you have to factor in injuries at, at some point. So, yeah. yeah, I'll buy that as well. All right, this last one, you're going you're gonna to get on to me after we're done recording for this, I can tell. Okay. You buying or selling? Auburn lands Ryan Williams in February. Oh, man. Oh, Zach. Oh, gosh. Um, I buy it. Ooh. I buy it. I do. I'll buy it, too. I'm ready to get hurt again. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Buy, sell. Brian, do you want to know, buddy? Do you want to know why I buy it? Sure. No, nah, I'm going to keep that to myself. Okay. Well, we got plenty of time to talk about Ryan Williams for sure. Hit up our buddy Ross Kilpatrick. Buy a house. He's really good at his job. 334-402-0028. Thank you to Ross. And Merry Christmas to Ross yeah. for sponsoring Buy Sell all season long. That's exactly right. What a great way to start your new year, by the way, with a house that uh, that you let Ross help you buy. You're going to be – how about this? Just give him a shot. Give him a shot. You're going to be impressed. Yeah, you don't even have to use promo code VICE when you call him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, that's right. No promo code necessary with Ross. But do tell him that you watch Village Vice. And, sure. Uh, he'll like that. All right, you ready to get into the Village Vice six-pack? Yes, I hope you pick good games. We are all over the place. Zach. Look, no guarantees this time of year. We got a lot of garbage basketball games. The bowl games aren't that great yet. Seriously, three games in the SEC, including Auburn's. And it's important. If you care about those teams, then they're important to you. But there are three games involving SEC teams tonight where the point spreads 25 to 33. Yep, that's just so, that's college basketball for you. All right, it, where, where it are we starting? Different. All right, here's what we got. We got the Birmingham Bowl Saturday. We'll start with a little college football. And the, Auburn's not in it. The 11 hey. and 2, the 11 and 2 Troy Trojans against the 7 and 5 Duke Blue Devils and Troy is a 7 point favorite in this game. Neither team has its head coach. Yikes. Bowl games are just, you know, who wants it more? Who wants it more, Zach? I think the Troy Trojans want it more. Give me Troy, yeah. Sunbelt forever. Let's go. I think you'll be here, Barry. You'll hear Barry McKnight a bunch say, touchdown, men of Troy. So there you go. How about, Zach, let's keep it you in You agree? You, you agree? Oh, yeah. You're saying Troy? Um, okay. All yeah. the way to the bank with the Trojans. Okay. okay. This one you're really going to love. You're gonna, I'm going to get you back for the Ryan Williams question on this one. Right. Down in Mobile, the bowl game there, it's the 68 Ventures Bowl. 6-6 six and six South Alabama against 6-6 six and six Eastern Michigan. South, South Alabama. South seven, Alabama. Let's go. 17-point favorite. Um, you might say, Brad, why are you putting this game on the list? You, you might say, Brad, why do you put this game on the list? Brad, I've got a question for you. What's your question? Why did you put this game on the list? Because I'm calling this game for national radio uh, Saturday night. Oh, are you? Yes, cool. I am. Yeah, That's awesome. Bowl season radio. I don't know what station it's on near you, but I'm sure you can look it up. Somewhere. I was about to ask, how can I listen? But <laughs> all right. 
You know what's kind of cool about this, by the way, South Alabama staff and Auburn connection? Trey Williams, former Auburn linebacker, is uh, on the coaching staff. I, for, I knew that, but I'd forgotten. Yeah, thank you for reminding me of that. Yep, he's working his way on up. All right, moving on from college, college football to basketball. Tonight, one of the games that's not a double-digit point spread, 13th-ranked Illinois is at Missouri. Can the Tigers pull the upset? A lion I six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. It just kind of feels like everything's going well for Missouri right now. Yeah. This is this is a good time to be a Missouri sports fan. So I'm going to ride the other Tigers in the SEC. Yeah, give me Mizzou. I like them in this matchup too, especially at home. They can score. They can score. So, yeah. all right, tomorrow in Las Vegas, fourth-ranked Arizona. They finally lost a game a week or so ago. Fourth-ranked Arizona against number 14, Florida Atlantic. No point spread available for this one because uh, it's not today; it's tomorrow. Sure. So, Arizona. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hesitating on this one. Me too. I'm not wasting any time on that one. Let's get to the NFL Sunday because we will not have a show for you Sunday. We'll get to that in just a second. Not uh, the Patriots. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Oh. Don't get a stop jumping ahead. Sorry. Ten and four Cowboys. Ten and four. Dolphins. You know, two is only good because he's got Tyreek Hill. That's the big controversy. Yeah, and Jalen Waddle and all yeah. His head his head coach is really feeling it right now, too. I'm where is it played? Uh Miami. I'm gonna go. Wow, both these teams aren't good against good teams. Yeah. Yeah, two 10 win teams that you don't have a great deal of confidence in long term. Yeah, I think Dallas is the better team, but they lose games like this. Is this a primetime game? Mm, no, it's not. Give me Dallas. All right. I think so, too. Man, we're on the same page about a lot of this stuff. I just think they're more consistent. They're also healthier. Miami's still a little dinged up. Is Tyreek Hill playing? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Okay. Don't know. We still got a couple days to get there. Sure. All right, and then finally, you've already taken the wind out of my sails. The not three the and, Patriots. The three and eleven Patriots are in Denver against the seven and seven Broncos. Did you do this to hurt me? Is that why you did this? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's Christmas time, and you're trying to hurt me. We've been through so much this year we're, together. We're gonna have we're gonna have Jarrett Stidham on the um, on the uh, network pregame show before the bowl game next oh, Saturday. Nice. He I wears, love Jarrett Stidham. He wears a Broncos jersey. Sure, sure. Jonathan Jones wears a Patriots one. Right. Um, former Tiger there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going Denver. Yeah. I'm going Denver Um, for sure. Yeah, New England's terrible. Okay. So not even – you won't even go with the heart over the head just in a Village Vice six-pack. They're awful, dude. I've never seen anything yeah. like it. All right. Is Bill Belichick Mac, the coach next year? Mac Jones destroyed Bill Belichick's legacy. Think about that. How do you do that? Only <laughs> Mac Jones – could destroy the legacy of a six-time Super Bowl winning head coach. That's in, that's insane. <laughs> Only Mac Jones could do that. <laughs> oh gosh! And the thing is, you're not wrong. No, I'm not, not even being wrong. sarcastic right and now. They, it and hurts they, me. And they just keep throwing him out. Thank goodness Bailey Zappi's there now, and he's the, he's starting, I guess, for the rest of the. And he looks better. But there's just no pieces around him either. But yeah, Mac Jones is a joke. <laughs> Love that. Merry Christmas to me. Um, all right. By the way, speaking of Merry Christmas, say hello to our friends at manscaped.com. Would you we hear all the time? You guys are awesome. The villagers are tremendous because we hear all the time from you guys. 
that you're going to try Manscaped, that you're using the promo code VICE, you get 20% off and free shipping. So whether it's the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra or the Handyman, the Compact Face Shaver, uh, or it's the bundle, the holiday bundle is, is terrific. Uh, you get loads of stuff in there right now. So check it out at manscaped.com. It is the very best in men's grooming. Hey, take it seriously. If, if we're too close to Christmas for you right now, how about a New Year's resolution? You're going to take your grooming more seriously. Neck up, neck down, waist up, waist down. Manscaped has you covered. 20% off and free shipping right now when you use the promo code VICE. Totally unrelated to the Manscaped read. Mm -hmm. But Auburn signed a long snapper whose last name is McNutt. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important. Um, yeah, they they uh, beefed up their special teams unit. No doubt. And it's important to beef up your special teams unit. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm agreeing All right, let's, let, let, Yeah, that's great. That's great. This is fun. This is so much fun. How about just in general, getting to do this show is a lot of fun, and we are grateful for all of you for watching. Uh, we will not have a show again until after Christmas. We'll right. have a couple of shows uh, mid to late next week. Um, so we'll we'll certainly have some bowl talk uh, as Auburn gets ready for the Music City Bowl, but we will not have, like typically we do shows Sunday and Monday. That's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We won't do that, but we'll be back uh, Wednesday, Thursday of next week with new And shows. if you can't wait till Wednesday, Brad is going to be on the Tuesday edition of Locked on Auburn. If you just miss our, if you just miss this electric chemistry, yeah. you can get it on Tuesday. That's exactly right. So Merry Are Christmas. Are we done? Is that uh, it? I think that's it, right? We didn't pick the Auburn game. Well, I didn't put it on the six. Look, it's not the Village Vice seven pack. Are we really going to pick Auburn and, and Alabama State basketball? I, I think we should. All right. Can you, can you put that one on there real quick? Sure. All right. Finally on the list, uh, Auburn hosts Alabama State in basketball at seven o'clock Friday night. Who do you like? Uh, I think Auburn wins. Yeah, I think so, too. OK, about a 30 point favorite in the game. Here's your question. Um, Katie Johnson's five points away from a thousand. Jalen Williams is 17 points away from a thousand. Do either or both get there in tonight's game? I bet Katie gets there. Mm -hmm. Jalen will get there next game. Okay. Unless they just say, Hey Jalen, like you're the this winningest your player in Auburn basketball history. Like go do it. Just go yeah. do it. We're going to let you do it. Uh, which wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. So um, I'm going to say definitely for KD. I'll say maybe, probably not for Jalen. Okay. That's a great question. I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, pretty neat. So awesome. it, I don't know that two players have ever hit a thousand in the same game before. Yeah, so the odds that, of that have to be pretty low. So that's pretty cool. So. Is that career for KD or points at Auburn for KD? It's oh, that's, career. A good, that's a good question. It, it has to be career. I would think career, yeah. I would yeah. think so too. I would think so too. Brad, it's been great doing this with you. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to all of the villagers out there. Thank you for supporting the show. But Brad, that, does, that just about does it for today's show. It does. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Remember, everyone has vices, even at Christmas time. Everyone has vices. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours. Yeah.